I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. If you don't work well in certain environments or you know there are certain things that are going to distract you, I think you know what those things are. So even taking a second now and making a list of like, what are the top five things that are most likely to distract you when you're trying to get important work done? And it can be external distractions, but also there's a lot of research on our internal distractions and the ways that we distract ourselves even when there's no external influence that's trying to prevent us from being productive or pulling out our attention. Internally, we also shift our focus and attention and internally distract ourselves with certain thoughts too. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business minimalist and productivity coach who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. Today's episode is on a topic that is very relevant to my everyday life as a work-from-home entrepreneur. And even at the time that I'm recording this, I'm working from home recording this podcast at my desk, which is in my bedroom, which is also undergoing a major home renovation project right now. So I'm surrounded by a bunch of construction tools and half-finished pieces of furniture and stuff that's displaced because our room is in a little bit of chaos right now. And that is the environment that I'm working in today. And to give you just some context, this is what's happening at our house right now. Our bedroom has this tiny little section with a wall that doesn't have a door. It's just like a smaller room. And we've used that as a walk-in closet just by attaching our own brackets to the wall. And our clothes are just kind of out in the open in that smaller room, hanging on the wall, I guess. And there's some shelving on the top. And instead of doing that, we are building an entire wall of Ikea Pax wardrobes in our actual bedroom and moving all of our clothes there so that that tiny room can be turned into an office or other more usable space since our clothes are take like it's taking up way too much space to have our clothes in that room. And it just doesn't make sense to maximize the amount of storage and space we have. It's just a much better solution. But right now, that means that this is where my desk is at. And these are the conditions that I'm working in, which is not always the most ideal for me because I'm very easily distracted. Even as someone who has focus in her top five strengths, it's very easy for me to be distracted by house projects and clutter and chaos 
And just this morning, before I recorded this, I went to go put my coffee cup in the dishwasher. And on my way out there in the entryway, I saw that there was an Amazon box in the entryway. And so I started unpacking it because I didn't want to record podcast. I wasn't feeling it. And then I found out it was stuff for house projects. We had like door handles for the wardrobes. And so I opened one and was like looking at the color and there's a picture frame for a spot in the basement and like soap bottles, reusable soap bottles. Cause I've started making my own liquid hand soap this year because I'm really getting into the details today, but I'm allergic to coke metal betaine, which is the ingredient that makes soaps sudsy and so it's easier and cheaper and also just have been able to use more natural ingredients and make our own soap but we just finished the basement bathroom and are using it again and so finally got a soap bottle for that and I was just like so tempted as I unwrapped those things to just take care of it like go make the soap clean out the bottle fill it put it in the basement bathroom find a photo for the frame figure out where to hang it nail it you know like get those items off my to-do list because they're just sitting in my entryway begging me to take care of the to-dos that come along with those things. And it's just such an easy way to procrastinate. That is what we call productive procrastination, which is the most insidious form of procrastination, in my opinion. And it's probably the type of procrastination that most of you listening to this who are working from home are falling into day after day because distractions in our at-home environments are just everywhere. And so today, we're specifically talking about the way that our environment affects our productivity when it comes to goal setting, not just getting everyday work done as business owners, but specifically the ability to set strategic goals while we're living in environments that might not be the most conducive to our productivity. And in business, we measure productivity based on our goals. How do you determine if it was a productive year? I hope you're not telling how many menial tasks you're crossing off each day and at the end of the year, just counting up how many things you crossed off the list. I hope that you're measuring your productivity on how much you're actually moving the needle and growing your business and the actual progress that the tasks that you're completing have produced for your business and for your life. And so if you set the wrong goals, you could easily waste a whole year or even longer moving your business in the wrong direction and realizing that you didn't actually accomplish something that was worth celebrating or that you're proud of looking back on that. And so the ability to set strategic and aligned goals can make or break your productivity as a business owner. Productivity starts with clarity on what you want to accomplish. And as the CEO of your business, you're responsible for setting that vision and clarifying that direction, whether it's just you or if you have a whole team of people, it's still your job to set that direction. And so it's really important that when you are setting goals and when you're checking in on your goals each quarter throughout the year, you're setting yourself up for the most productive goal setting session that you could possibly have, right? Because if you make the best use of that time of setting and breaking down your goals and making that plan for your quarter, you are going to save so much time on the back end throughout the quarter because you won't constantly be questioning, am I moving in the right direction? Is this what I should be working on? What is the most important thing that I need to get done today? Like All of those questions are answered for you if you make the best use of your time and are productive during that goal setting session. And so today in this quick tip episode, I'm going to talk about how to curate your environment for a productive goal setting session. And I'm breaking this down into two parts, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But before I dive into the episode, I do want to let you know about a very special event happening on September 27th, 2023. It's a Wednesday. 
I'm hosting my first in-person quarterly goal setting and planning workshop at a absolutely beautiful venue in Swisher, Iowa. It is in person. And so if you're in Eastern Iowa, I'm talking to you. I'm going to lead the workshop attendees step-by-step through how to set strategic business goals and how to break them down into an actionable and strategic plan for your business for quarter four. So again, it's on September 27th. So we're going to be looking at quarter four, 2023. And my friend Randy of Randy Lee Photography, she's a brand photographer, amazing, amazing talent. She's also going to be teaching a brand photography workshop as part of the event where she's going to walk you through how and what to photograph to build your brand and batch your visual content for quarter four. And this isn't only a teaching workshop where we're going to fill your head with a bunch of knowledge and then send you home to execute. You're actually going to have the time and space that you need to finish your plan that day and start implementing it. Start batching your content start working on your goal projects and start filling your content calendar. So Randy's also going to be on site offering headshots during the event at a crazy good rate. And so if you're in Eastern Iowa, definitely visit the link in the show notes to learn more and sign up for the event today. Spots are limited since it is an in-person event. And if you're not local, but you're like, Hey, that sounds amazing, but I'm not going to fly across the country for that. If you're interested in attending a virtual version of the event in the future, you can join a waitlist. And I'll also link that in the show notes because I would love to open it up to more business owners in the future. But we're starting with the in-person version, mostly because of what I'm going to be talking about in this episode and the importance of your environment when it comes to setting those goals. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Again, I'm breaking this down into two parts. The first step to curating your environment for a productive goal-setting session is to get outside of your everyday environment. Getting outside of your day-to-day environment helps you think differently, helps you be more creative, helps you set yourself in an inspirational environment that allows you to set better goals and think differently and think bigger, honestly, when it comes to what's possible for your business. I love working from coffee shops. I know it's not everybody's ideal work situation and some people get very distracted at coffee shops, but I find them very inspiring and just really good environments for me to sit down and get things done. And they always give me different perspective. Whenever I go and work from a coffee shop, I'm always amazed at how much I can get done in an hour versus how much I can get done at home. And it's not just because I'm distracted at home or stepping away from my desk to do things I shouldn't be doing. It's just that I am so focused when I step outside of my environment. And it's almost like a habit that switches on as soon as you sit down in a different environment. Because at home, our habits are definitely shaped by our environment and some habits and behaviors, even where your attention is going or the way that you're thinking or how fast you're working, are triggered based on cues in your environment and what your body has been like trained and conditioned to do. But when you step outside of your environment into somewhere new, you can form better habits and work differently, even as simply as the amount that you're able to focus and the way that you're thinking. And so stepping outside your everyday environment can also lead to really good, innovative ideas and creative solutions for problems that you might be thinking about for a long time, but haven't given yourself the time and space outside of your everyday environment to actually connect the dots and figure out good solutions that work for you. So last month, Caleb and I went to see Ed Sheeran in Kansas City, Missouri. And I am a huge Ed Sheeran fan. As anybody who knows me or follows me on Instagram probably would know, he is like my number one top artist. If I were to meet any famous person, it would be Ed Sheeran. And it was an amazing concert. 
But while we were there, we were staying in a hotel in downtown Kansas City. And something we've talked about in marriage is that we would operate more like a team if we had a shared vision for how, like, where we were headed and where we're going. And although we have a lot of different, like, goals and dreams for what that might look like, we decided that the next step would be for us to actually sit down and think about our goals, which I obviously got super excited about. So I planned like a little goal setting workshop for us. And the Saturday of the concert, we went for Friday night. And then Saturday morning, we had like a really nice brunch in the hotel. And we had such a good conversation about where we're at in different areas, like our home renovation project and like finances and family stuff and marriage. And that conversation went so well. And I know that most of it was due to the environment that we were in. We were in a really nice restaurant. We had good food. We had good coffee. We had a good night's sleep. We were outside of our house in a different environment. It was like more exciting. It was fun. And it was pretty inspirational. And that conversation went so much better than it would have went if we would have been sitting at our dining room table because we didn't rush it. We were just enjoying the conversation and were able to think differently. And I truly believe that whenever you're having that type of conversation, it is only to your benefit to put yourself in an environment that's conducive for the type of goals and the type of discussion that you want to have, whether that's with someone else or your team or just the conversation that you want to have with yourself in your head. And that's another reason why I'm so excited to have this first quarterly planning workshop be in person at an event venue that is just absolutely gorgeous, so inspiring, so many opportunities to not only like think differently and get inspired by other business owners and by the event venue itself. There's so much light, it's pretty, there's white walls, but also the opportunity to have that space to like bash content and take photos. Environments matter so much, um, more than we realize, especially if you listen to last week's episode about my minimalist home journey and the different ways that I've seen my home affect my lifestyle and my life in general, my stress levels, all of those things. The same thing is true in anything that you're doing. Your environment does affect you whether you notice it or not. And specifically when it comes to goal setting, do yourself a favor and just get outside of your regular environment. Or like I said, not everybody works well in a coffee shop or like a co-working space. For some people, that is the most distracting environment that you could possibly put yourself in. You could definitely go to the extreme and book a hotel room. I've done that before, not for goal setting, but for a specific project that I needed to finish. And that worked really, really well for me because it is a lot of accountability and quiet. Nobody is in hotels during the day. I mean, depending on the hotel and city you're in, but it was so quiet. And of course, around like 5 p.m., it got busy and people were slamming doors in the hallway. But all day, dead silent, nobody around. And it was so nice. But if you don't want to go to the extreme and you know that you need to find some way based on like your responsibilities or your ability to work outside the home, if you need to find somewhere in your house to do this, I would suggest at least getting outside of the regular place that you are working on a day-to-day basis. And so for me in the past, sometimes for like my monthly CEO day, I've taken my laptop and just sat at the dining room table instead of at my desk and in my office and just only taken my laptop and my notebook and gone to the table so that I was very focused and my environment was a little bit different and it's not somewhere that I work very often. So 
it was at least a little bit outside of my day-to-day environment. Going outside is really great for your mental health and for your creativity too. So you could take your laptop or notebook outside and do this. Um, Just any different room in your house, if it feels inspiring and does help you focus, can be helpful. I also think about the episode last August, so about a year ago, which is crazy, with my friend Cassie Beach, who's an interior designer, and she talks about how to build a productive workspace. And one thing she mentioned is focusing on the five senses. So thinking about what do you need to see in order to be productive? Does it have to be clutter-free? Does there have to be like natural light? Do you need like only the things that you're working on and no extra things on your desk? Do you need to have an inspiring like architectural environment or at a coffee shop? Does it have to be clean and neutral or do you work better in like cozy maximalist settings? Like what do you need to see to be productive and inspired taste? Do you need coffee or a snack? Are you going to get hangry? Um, what do you want to feel? Again, kind of going to that like cozy vibe. Are you going to feel more focused if you put on pants that button? Or are you going to feel more energized if you're wearing your favorite yoga pants? Like, What do you need to feel? Whenever I go to coffee shops, I always bring a jacket no matter what because it's hit or miss if they're going to be freezing or not. And I'm cold all the time. (laughs) So see, taste, feel, smell, lighting a candle, doing a diffuser, creating an environment that smells nice. Um, can also be inspiring. Going to a coffee shop, obviously going to smell like wonderful roasted coffee beans. And then the last thing is here. Do you want to pop in a good playlist? Do you need absolute silence? Do you need just white noise in the background? Do you need music that doesn't have words to it? And so focusing on the five senses to curate a productive environment that helps you work. And again, in that context, in that episode, we were talking about curating your everyday workspace, which is still relevant. But specifically when it comes to goal setting and getting outside of your everyday environment, going through those five prompts to think about what you need and what would help you think bigger, what would inspire you, what would make you feel just really relaxed and focused when it comes to setting your goals. What do you need from your five senses and what type of environment could provide that for you? Okay. And then part two is to eliminate distractions. And I don't want you to skip over this part because it is so crucial. And it's said so often that I think we stop hearing it. It just becomes white noise in the background. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eliminate distractions. I got it. But how many of us are actually doing this? Like ruthlessly eliminating distractions that are preventing us from being productive and focusing on setting goals that are strategic. So a few things that help me. One, our phones are an absolute no. Like It just has to be turned off or don't even take it with you if that's possible. Turning it completely off because you do not want any notifications or distractions because I'm sure something will come up that you'll either want to work on or feel like you need to work on in the moment. But this is set aside sacred time for you to set your goals and focus on an area of your business that only you can do. So turn off your phone and turn off the distractions. Another thing that helps, again, getting outside my everyday environment helps because going to a coffee shop or somewhere like that kind of provides that built-in accountability. I'm not going to find myself scrolling Instagram on my web browser or like online shopping or clicking on Wayfair's latest sale or something because I know that other people can see my screen. And it not that anybody would care or say anything to me, but I feel more accountable to actually getting things done and not wasting time when I am sitting in a public place where I know other people can see my screen. Another thing that can help with that is, of course, don't open your email or anything like that that you're going to get notifications from. You can put your laptop and your phone on do not disturb mode 
And on that mode, you can also select like if you want to make sure if there's an emergency at daycare or if your spouse needs to contact you, you can customize your settings so that only notifications from those numbers or those people would pop up as you're working, which might be a little bit better solution than turning off your phone altogether. But studies have shown that even seeing your phone, even if it's face down on a countertop, affects your ability to focus. And so be careful with that one. But another thing that helps when I'm on my laptop is working in full screen mode. And so I have a very specific quarterly goal setting process specifically. And it's like one step at a time, A, B, and C going through the list. And so I do focus on one thing at a time. So when I'm recording my metrics so that I can look back at what happened, it's full screen, the spreadsheet with my metrics. And then I go and look at the metrics and record them in the spreadsheet. And then I analyze them in full screen mode so that I'm not distracted to like click over to anything else. It's just kind of ABC one thing at a time and I'm focused on that thing and then move on to the next thing. And so if you're able to work in full screen mode, I would highly, highly recommend that. And then you know yourself more than anybody else does. And there's certain things that are distracting for some people that are not distracting for others. I was just at a group that was meeting in a coffee shop, a group of local women entrepreneurs. And towards the end of the meeting, a couple of the women were like, I cannot believe that group was so loud. And me and another woman who were sitting across from them were like, what are you talking about? And I guess the whole time the meeting was going on, they were listening to a conversation happening behind them. And everyone at the table was like, wow, they were talking so loud. They were so distracting. And I had not heard a single thing that they said that entire time. I was just like so laser focused on our table and the conversation happening. And everything outside of that was kind of white noise to me. And so... If you don't work well in certain environments or you know there are certain things that are going to distract you, I think you know what those things are. So even taking a second now and making a list of like, what are the top five things that are most likely to distract you when you're trying to get important work done? And it can be external distractions, but also there's a lot of research on our internal distractions and the ways that we distract ourselves even when there's no external influence that's trying to prevent us from being productive or pulling out our attention internally, we also shift our focus and attention and internally distract ourselves with certain thoughts too. And if there's patterns that you're noticing internally, I would make a note of those and think about ways that you can eliminate those as you're sitting down to focus on your goals and the most important thing that you can do to set yourself up for a productive quarter. So again, at the time this episode airs, it's September. And if you haven't already, I want you to go look at your calendar and plan a day to set your quarterly goals and set your strategic plan for quarter four press pause, go to your calendar and set that time aside for your CEO time to reflect on what you've accomplished this past quarter and review your annual goals, figure out where you're at and figure out how you're going to move the needle in your business and life in quarter four. And again, if you want that automated and to get a set aside time in place and also one-on-one guidance on how to do this for your own business, you can definitely visit the links in the show notes to sign up for the in-person workshop on September 27th or join the waitlist for the virtual option, which will most likely be coming later this year. So until next time, Business Minimalist, take what you learned today and get 1% better this week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. And don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode. Because good ideas don't grow businesses. Action does. 
And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.